This is the Elevate Church Podcast. For a list of messages and for all updates about events and more information, check out our Instagram, Facebook, or visit elevate.city. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Here's today's message. So today, uh, my message, if you want to write down a title, it's called Absolute Identity. We're going to talk about having absolute identity in Jesus Christ today. Luke chapter 19, verse 1. In the city of Jericho lived there a wealthy man named Zacchaeus. Okay, how many of you went to Sunday school growing up? Okay, how many of you had felt boards when you were growing up? Okay, and you saw Zacchaeus and the sycamore tree and you heard the story on the little felt board. Okay, it says this Zacchaeus was the superior over all the tax collectors. As Jesus made his way through the city, Zacchaeus was eager to see Jesus. He kept trying to look at him, but the crowd was so massive. Zacchaeus was a very short man. Isn't that stink? If you were Zacchaeus, like everybody in the world knows that you were short. You know what I mean? Like the Bible declared that you were short, all right? Very short man. He couldn't see over the heads of the people. Verse 4, so he ran ahead of everyone to climb a blooming fig tree so that he could get a glimpse of Jesus as he passed by. Isn't that interesting? He just wanted to see him. He just wanted a glimpse. He just wanted to lay eyes on what he had heard, heard about Jesus. It says this in verse 5, so Jesus got to the place, and he looked up in the tree and said, Zacchaeus, hurry down. For I am appointed to stay at your house today. So he scurried down. What a funny word, scurried. I just think of like a little like chipmunk, you know what I mean? Like Zacchaeus is a little chipmunk, you know? Scurried down the tree and came face to face with Jesus. Whew. Whew. Whoa, is that Jesus calling? <laughs> He is calling today. (laughs) Amen. Verse 7. We're all good. We're all good. Verse 7. Jesus left to go with Zacchaeus, and many in the crowd complained. Look at this. Of all the people to have dinner with, he's going to eat the house of a crook. Verse 8, Zacchaeus was joyous, welcoming Jesus, and was amazed over his gracious visit to his home. Zacchaeus stood in front of the Lord and said, Half of all that I owe, own, I will give to the poor. And Lord, if I've cheated anyone, I promise to pay them back four times as much as I stole. Amen. We can do that today in Jesus' name, right? We're get back to the Lord four times. Verse 9, Jesus said to him, this shows today that life has come to you and your household, for you are a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man, Jesus, has come to seek and give life to those who are lost. Who's Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus is the head tax collector, but if we want to put it in today's terms, Zacchaeus is a mob boss. I mean, if we really, really want to understand who he is, that's who Zacchaeus is. 
Zacchaeus is the guy at the top. He's overseeing all these tax collectors. All these tax collectors are taking advantage of the people. Zacchaeus is taking advantage of his own people. This is why his own people hate him so much, right? Because the lower guys got to get their portion, but Zacchaeus has got to get their portion. So they're like double, triple taxing the people, okay? And so Zacchaeus is stealing, robbing. He's a gangster. He's a mobster. This is who Zacchaeus is. But what was Zacchaeus? He was a wealthy man. Why is he a wealthy man? Because he's stealing. Where did Zacchaeus' identity come from? It came from power. It came from money. It came from the wealth and the things of this world. But the real question that we have to ask ourselves today is this. Why does Zacchaeus want to see Jesus? Right? He's got everything. He's got everything his heart could ever desire. Because Jesus had something that Zacchaeus couldn't buy. Jesus offered something that Zacchaeus couldn't manipulate with his power. He wanted to see Jesus because Jesus offered something that every single human being in this world and all of us today are looking for. Jesus made Zacchaeus feel like he was seen. Right? I mean, what is Instagram? What is TikTok? <laughs> there's some funny stuff on TikTok, okay? Now, there's some garbage on TikTok, but there's some funny stuff on TikTok. What is Facebook? What is this? It's a world crying out, saying, I want to be seen. I want to be recognized. I want somebody to see me. I want somebody to see the gifts and the talents. I want somebody to see that I'm important in this world. And Jesus gives Zacchaeus what he's looking for. Because look, Zacchaeus, look, you know what's interesting is this. The Bible took time to tell us that he was short. Okay? Right. Like, like God only had so many words he could put into the Bible. Okay? Right? Every word counts. Every word matters. It may not feel like that. I know like when you're reading the book of Leviticus, you're like, why, God? I, I, you know, or like the book of Numbers? You know, like, it so blessed me a couple of months ago. Uh, Ryan Ertl called me, and he was talking to me about the book of Numbers. And he had questions about the book of Numbers. And I was like, you're a better man than I, Ryan. You know what I mean? Like, he's like going through it. But every word counts. Every word matters. The Bible says he's a very short man. Why? Because the Bible wants us to know that Zacchaeus felt overlooked. Right? He felt overlooked. I don't know if you've ever felt overlooked. Maybe you didn't get the promotion of the job that you were expecting to get. Maybe it was on an athletic team. You just didn't get to that level that you wanted. 
Maybe somebody denied you that you loved. Anybody have a broken heart before? You love somebody? All of you are lying. You're liars. My hand is up, and I'll be honest and truthful for all of you liars, okay? Maybe your parents overlooked you. You know, I'm going to confess to something this morning, okay? And all of you kids, this is the worst thing. You need to, like, close your ears and go, la, 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 like, like that, okay? okay? I'm going to confess to the worst thing ever, okay? So we were in Florida last week, and I did something that I vowed I would never do in my entire life, like, ever. We drove to Florida, Okay? <laughs> Can I get an amen from any of the dads, any of the parents in the house, okay? We drove to Florida, okay? And listen, like, I always tell Jess, like, you got to stay awake. She's like, I'll stay awake. Yeah, right. She's like, she has narcolepsy, okay, when we get on road trips, okay? Either she's asleep or she's watching something, all the boys are watching something. So what does that leave me? It just leaves me to be by myself for 12 or 13 hours driving to Florida, so I did the worst thing you could ever do in your life. I popped in my ear pods, my AirPods, and I turned on Netflix, okay? I know you all are like, I'm going to report you to the authorities, okay? <laughs> and I put Netflix in the dash, and I binge watched two seasons of this show, okay? I know, you're all like, gosh, you're the worst, okay? It's called All American, okay? Anybody seen the show All American? Okay. So if you don't know what All-American is, maybe you remember a show called Dawson's Creek, okay? So it's like, okay, and if you don't know what Dawson's Creek is, you know the show Dallas back in the day, okay? It's basically just like a bunch of like hot mess, you know, like of life just happening in front of you. It's just pure entertainment, okay? It's just, that's, that's all it was, okay? I'm coming home. It's dark. I'm watching, I'm watching the road, Watching the road, okay? Okay? And I'm listening, and this, like, I get to this place in the show where I, like, come to realization. Like, everybody in the show has daddy issues. Everybody in the show has issues with their parents. It's like the storyline of everybody. And then I thought, guess what? It's the storyline of everybody in the earth. We all have moments. We have daddy issues. We have issues where we felt overlooked. We have issues where we got passed by. We have issues where we felt small, just like Zacchaeus felt small. Right? But Jesus meets Zacchaeus and says, I want you to know, I see you, and I don't see you for the mob boss that you are. And Jesus wants to remind you today, I don't see you for your failures. That's why we struggle with worship. You know why it's so hard to get us into the holies of holies? Because we got to go through a couple first songs just to allow the Holy Spirit to remind you that you're not the scum of the earth. Right? Because we come walking in and we just think that God sees us through our failures and our mistakes. Jesus made Zacchaeus feel worthy. He was worthy. He made Zacchaeus feel desired. Isn't it one of the greatest 
things that we desire is that the world, the people see us and that we feel are, that we are desirable to people? Jesus said, I have an appointment at your house today, Zacchaeus. He made him feel special. He made him feel like, listen, I know what everybody else is saying about you. I don't care. Isn't it interesting how the people looked at Jesus and just thought, what is he doing? How could he eat dinner at this crook's house, this mobster's house? Zacchaeus was looking for what? The love and the approval of God the Father. Something that you can't buy, something you can't manipulate, something that you can't receive from any human being or anything in this earth. That you are loved and approved by God. I really feel like Jesus wants you to know, I see you. Okay? I see you in your pain. I see you in your struggle. How many know the struggle's real? Okay? Struggle's real, man. I mean, it's real, real right now. You know what I mean? It is real, real, real. The struggle's real right now. Okay? I can't wait to burn every mask on the planet when we get done with this. Can I get an amen? I mean, Jesus wants you to know, I see you in your heartache. We're really good at hiding stuff. We're really good at putting on a good face. We're really good at not letting people see what's actually happening inside. He wants you to know, I haven't forgotten about you. That's what he's telling Zacchaeus. Listen, I know everybody else has forgotten about you and everybody else doesn't think you're a son of Abraham. I want you to know that you are my son and I haven't forgotten about you. I want you to know that Jesus tells you, listen, you're worthy to me. I know that you might feel like you haven't added up to everybody else in this world. Maybe you didn't add up to all your friends. Maybe you didn't add up to your family. Maybe you didn't add up to what everybody else wanted of you. But God's going, you're worthy to me. Jesus goes, I want you to know today, I want you to know that you are special. You're special. You're so special that God the Father gave Jesus to die for you. Listen, we can't ever get to the place where Jesus dying for us is just something special on Easter. Right? I mean, it's special on Easter. It's Easter Sunday. Jesus died and he rose again. But we have to remember that we are sinners saved by his glorious grace and he loves you and he's for you and that he literally gave his life for you because you are so special to him. Isn't that awesome? He wants you to know that you're not what everybody else thinks about you. He put gifts. Girl, every time I see you, every time I see you, every time I see you on the gram, every time I see you at church, I just feel Jesus going, you're not your past. 
oh my gosh, like God's future for you, the way he wants to use you, the way he wants to use you to love other people, it is crazy. 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 But this is how God thinks about every single one of us in the room. He goes, I'm so for you. I'm not against you. When you woke up this morning, I wasn't mad. I wasn't frustrated. I wasn't angry. I wasn't disappointed with you. I woke up and I said, oh gosh, my kids are awake. Right? I know you didn't feel that as a parent this morning. You know, you're like, go back to bed. You know like God's wanting to tell somebody it's not too late. What a lie from the enemy. You know, Sarah was like 90 or 91 years old when God performed such a miracle. This enemy, he tells us it's too late for our dreams. It's too late for the things that he put inside of us. It's never too late for God. He's the God of the impossible. I love when we sing that song. Listen, Paul talks about this kind of love in Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 Verse 31 says, nothing can separate us from God's love. Can we just, wait, we can just end service right there. We just end service on that. Verse 31, what shall we say about these wonderful things? If God is for us, who could ever be against us? Since he did not spare his own son, but gave him for all, won't he also give us everything? I'm going to tell myself. The other night, I'm like with Ben. Ben's our middle son. He's 10. Just a good kid. And uh, I'm sitting there in bed with him. It's really late. We're watching Ratatouille. Great movie, okay? His birthday's coming. And um, I'm like, Buddy, what do you want for your birthday? And I know what he wants for his birthday. He wants a dog, okay? He wants a dog. Anybody have a dog, okay? <sighs> Don't ever say you won't do stuff. You'll drive Florida, okay? When you said you'll never drive Florida. I'm in bed. He goes, I want a dog. And the Holy Spirit's like, get him a dog. Why? To shoot it? Oh, gosh. To what? Do it. I know, I know. Oh, my gosh, we're going we're to have a divide. We're going to have a split church. But God goes, do it. You know why? Because God cares about what you care about. Amen? Cares about what Ben cares about. Ben tells me all the time. He's like, I'm going to have a Jeep someday. I'm going to have two golden retrievers in there, and they're both going to have sunglasses, and I'm going to have sunglasses. And I promise you, it's going to happen, okay? And this is a kid that's going to take my place someday, okay? That's going to be y'all's leader someday, that kid, all right? Verse 33. Who dares accuse us? whom God has chosen for his own. Not one, for God himself gave us right standing with himself. We are the righteousness of Christ, in Christ Jesus, 
Then who will condemn us? No one. For Christ died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in a place of honor at the right hand of God, pleading for us. Why? Why is Jesus pleading for us to the Father? Because he wants you to win. He wants you to win in everything in life. Jesus wants you to be successful in everything. Verse 35, can anything separate us from Christ's love? Does this mean that he no longer loves us if we have troubles or calamity or are persecuted or hungry, destitute, danger, threatened with death? No, despite all things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. And I'm convinced that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, or demons, nor fear of today, or the worries about tomorrow, nor the powers of hell can separate us from the love of God. No power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of Christ that is revealed through Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul is like a lawyer. You know what I mean? Let me show you this picture, okay? Put that picture up, Harvey Specter, my man. Anybody watch your show suits? Okay. This is like another show that I watch, okay? This is Harvey Specter, and he's a lawyer. This is like who I would want to be. I mean, look at this man, okay? I mean, just perfect hair, perfect suit, perfect tie. You know what I mean? It's just like, bang! Right there, love it. Harvey's this great lawyer. It is like Paul is right here in Romans like a great lawyer, and he's putting down the hammer of God's justice. Right? And he is arguing this point, that God loves you. God's for you. God cares about you. Let me take that down. <laughs> this is what Zacchaeus finds. There's this wording that says that he became face-to-face with Jesus. Could you imagine looking in the eyes of Jesus and seeing the love and the compassion that he has for you? And this is what Zacchaeus found. He found Jesus, and he found that love. So here's the big question, okay? This is the question that everybody is trying to figure out in their heart of hearts, okay? Do all dogs go to heaven? (laughs) Right? Do all dogs go to heaven? You know, I mean, there's cute, fluffy ones. I mean... Ben wants a mini doodle. Have you ever seen a mini doodle? Okay. It's like a golden retriever, but just small. And they say small their whole life. I'm like, praise God. That's cool. Okay. You think, yeah, man, golden doodles, the the streets of heaven. There's going to be a golden puppy doodle for everybody. You know what I mean? Like you just walk heaven, like here's your puppy. You know what I mean? And then there's other dogs. You're like, dude, that's a mean dog. Okay, that, listen, that is a mean dog. That dog does not go to heaven. <laughs> right? 
But what's the real question? Is there anything that can separate us from the love of Christ? Is there? And we say no, but there is. There's one thing. There's one thing that Paul did not talk about. Okay? One thing. And the one thing is you. You can run from the love of Christ Jesus. Zacchaeus grew up understanding who God was, but obviously he ran. We can run from what God's wanting to do in our life. Romans 8, verse 1 through 4, says, So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined with Jesus. Can we, can we just talk about this for a second? Because I believe this with everything inside of me right now. I believe just as it was in the day of Jesus. In the day of Jesus, when you chose Jesus, this wasn't just an American thing to do. It wasn't just a like, oh, I grew up in church. Church is a good thing. I should just do it. It should add some value to my life. No, when, when you chose Jesus in his time, you were taking a stance against the geopolitical powers of that day. You were taking a stance against Judaism. You were taking a monumental step to say that my choice is to be a follower of Jesus Christ and I'm attaching my life to him. And I believe that we are so close. And I'm going to show you real quickly here. We are so close. And I know, I know you grew up hearing this in church all your life. But we are so close to seeing Jesus. In 2020 and the COVID virus and all this, what is it doing? It is drawing a line in the sand. There is something that is happening in the earth right now where it's saying you are either going to choose Jesus or deny Jesus. It's your choice. But the love of God is there for you. He loves you. He's for you. He died for you. He wants you. But you can choose. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointed one, Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. We don't have to fulfill the law. Meaning what? You don't have to be perfect. Man, we should just be running right now. We should just be running circles. Verse 3, for God achieved what the law was unable to because the law was limited by the weakness of our human nature. How many know that you're just a human? You're just dust. We're weak. But I'm so thankful that I don't live in my strength. I don't live in my grace. I don't live in my ability. Verse 3 goes on to say, Yet God sent his son in a human form to identify with our human weaknesses. Clothed with humility, humanity, God's son gave his body as a sin offering so that God could do once and for all condemn guilt and the power of sin. Listen, God the Father took all of your guilt, all of your shame, all of your problems, all of your mistakes, and he took it and he put it on Jesus Christ. 
he wanted to put an end to it. And he puts it on Jesus. Verse 4, so now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one, Jesus, living his life in us. Did you hear that? Him living his life in us. And we are free to live, not according to the flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. So what is the word telling us? The Holy Spirit. Remember Jesus and John? He said, hey, I want to let you know something. I'm going back to the Father. I'm going to prepare a place for all of us in heaven. And I'm going to send you a helper. His name is what? The Holy Spirit. I'm sending you the Holy Spirit to be my representation to you. So what is this verse telling us? The Holy Spirit, a.k.a. Jesus himself, wants to spend time with you, not to condemn you. We're so fearful that God is frustrated or God is upset or God sees us through our failures or how can I go before God because I have all this junk and all this sin and he's showing us through Zacchaeus. I wasn't coming to Zacchaeus' house to tell him that he was a horrible sinner. Did you get that? He didn't go to Zacchaeus' house to tell him that he was terrible. He didn't go to Zacchaeus' house and tell him, get your life straight today. Right? Because that's what we do in church. We want to fix the outside before the inside is ever taken care of. We just want to doctor people up. And Jesus said, I came to Zacchaeus to let him know that I want to visit his house because I want a relationship with him. Jesus is saying to us, let me in to the hidden places. Right? Worship team, you guys come up. Jesus is saying, let me into your hurt. Jesus is saying, let me into your disappointment. Let me into where you felt alone and abandoned. Let me into these places in your heart because I'm not coming to condemn you. I'm coming with the Holy Spirit to encourage you so that you can have overwhelming victory through Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Jesus doesn't want to be close to you to make you feel like garbage. Jesus wants to be close to you so you can live the life that he intended for you to live. I really feel like the Lord wanted me to remind you in the midst of this season because we're in a season. We're in an election. And listen, I don't care if you don't like me. I'm going to tell you straight up, know the word of God and vote the word of God. Vote the word of God. We're not voting for people. We're not voting for um, things that we like. You will be held accountable on the day of judgment for how you vote. 
I'm not going to tell you how to vote. I'm going to tell you, put Jesus first. Put the kingdom first. First. But we're in this election. We're in the middle of COVID. We're in the middle of all these movements. We're in the middle of chaos. Oh, my gosh. My brother called me the other day. My, he's my cousin. He's like my brother. And he goes... So the other day, there was like this like rally for the police in Chicago. And then another group came and then it just like went crazy. And my brother was like, uh, I was watching it live and dad was there. <laughs> he was like, he's just in the middle of all this chaos taking pictures. And I'm like, what is wrong with him? He's gonna die. What is wrong with him? And I'm just like, it's just, there's just chaos in the middle of all the uncertainty, in the middle of the earth preparing for Jesus. You wonder what COVID is about. You wonder what all this is about. The earth is groaning for Jesus Christ. Did you guys see the agreement that was made the other day? between Israel and the UAE? Well, the Bible talks about it. The Bible talks about it. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1 says, Now according to how and when this will all happen, it's talking about the rapture of the church. Dear brothers and sisters, do not rely on what you need. Do not rely on what you need to know. Verse 2. For you know quite well that the day, the day, the day, I've talked about this, and I'll talk more about this as it comes. The day, the day, when the church is raptured, there is a day, the day. It was like the day when they went into the boat, when Noah and his family went into the boat. It was the day that God protected, okay? This isn't escapism. This is the truth. There is a day, the day, when the church is raptured when the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. When people are saying everything, here it is. When people are saying everything is peaceful and secure. You know what the agreement was called? Peace and security. This was the agreement that was made with Israel. Peace and security. Paul's talking about it. He's saying, hey, in that day, you're gonna hear these words. Peace and and security. Then disaster will fall on them suddenly as a pregnant woman with labor pains begin and there'll be no escaping. Listen, 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 listen. There is not a greater time in the earth to be alive than right now. There is not a greater time to know Jesus than right now because we are called to make sure that people don't go through the tribulation. Okay? We are on the precipice of seeing, just like Zacchaeus saw Jesus face to face. We are on the precipice of seeing Jesus face to face. 
Man, I'm so excited about this revival that's about to happen. I promise you, the Lord just keeps talking to me about 2021 and 2021, and he keeps telling me it's gonna be like no one that got out of the boat. It's gonna be just like a brand new season, a brand new time, and we have a mission here at Elevate Church to go reach people. Tell them, like Jesus came to Zacchaeus, God loves you. He is for you. He's not angry with you. He wants to save you. His grace abounds to you. But we have a short amount of time. There's just a short amount of time left. Short amount of time left. But in the middle of all of this, in the midst of election, COVID, movements, chaos, unexpected things, the earth getting ready for Jesus, Jesus wanted to remind you, your identity is not in those things. We feel like our identity is in these movements. We feel like our identity is in this political thing. And listen, can we just say, listen, there's junk on both sides of the aisle, okay? Not everything's right, but that's not who we are. That's not our identity. That's not who we are. Our identity, our absolute identity is found in Jesus and Jesus alone. To stand up this morning. Thanks for listening to Elevate Church Podcast. We'd love to have you join us for service on Sundays or at a dinner party on Friday nights. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, or website at elevate.city for more information.